Welcome back to One New Football Podcast. We've got a new guest joining us today as Luke is off enjoying the sunshine in Gold Coast. Sit back, enjoy while we talk about the Premier League fixtures this weekend, the Champions League games that just happened, and find out which games we think will finish. One new. Enjoy. Welcome, Matty boy. Okay. You nervous? Um, not finished, really. He's finished his notes. He's ready. Yeah. Luke, watch out. I think mean, I mean, I'm replacing Luke permanently. Slacking um, off in Belcoast. On the menu, Matty boy, guess what we got? What? The first one through the Premier League games. As usual, give your predictions for those. Got a new segment, Fantasy Watch. Are you excited, fans? Go through our Premier League fantasy teams, just roughly. Um... I would say we'll give you some tips, but I've, yeah, we'll get on to that. Um, we'll review the Champions League games. So we'll review about five or six of those, just mainly the big teams. Um, we'll go through a quick Brighton watch, popular segment from last week. And then, <laughs> um, and then, we're, and then we're good. Sit back, enjoy. Yeah, it'll be a good podcast. While Jordan over there watches some Mexican two teams playing. Guess what the score is there? 1 0. I guess it's a sign right. of a good podcast. We'll start Southampton Bournemouth, Muddy Boy. Um, so Southampton Bournemouth. Well, something that really has impressed me so far this year is Southampton are sitting a good ninth on the ladder with seven points. That's not bad. Which is very good. They're going under the radar, or tenth on the ladder actually. They're going under the radar a little bit with all the other results, but they're a team that I think many people would expect to be down the bottom. I know. I think I had them getting relegated. To be honest, yeah, I think a lot of people would, and I think they proved that day against Man United, mm. where they drew one. Or if they didn't get that red card around the seventieth minute, they looked like they were on. You've been on here two minutes, and you've already brought up a bad Man United result, huh? Uh, that's a good Southampton. Result. Just before, Matty Boy, what team do you support? I support the um the Blues, Chelsea. Yeah, Tim Tam Tammy, as I've heard on the podcast. Tim Tam Tammy. I know. I know one of you watching absolutely love the Tim Tam Tammy. Um, <laughs> oh, that's Wagner Love. He's a good old FIFA god, oh, Wagner. Right, um, yeah, I think yeah, I think Southampton have been all right. Bournemouth, though. I think Bournemouth, they've got seven points as well. Actually, it's going to be an all right game because Bournemouth I, played well last week. Yeah, but I feel like Bournemouth have got potential, but they just haven't showed it yet, even mm. though they're on seven points. I agree. But I think being a Southampton home, although Bournemouth played last <laughs> good last week and so did Southampton, I think it'll be a draw and I think it'll be... Okay, two all draw, a bit of a goal fest. Goal fest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though I just said it could be a good game. Um I don't actually this, this is important for both teams because it is it's ninth versus tenth. Yeah. Um so it's a bit a win here is big. I think I reckon Southampton will be favourites, just checking here. They are favourites. Um I think maybe the fact because it is at home. Um I know I've got I've got Southampton and Bournemouth one one. Mm, so, yeah. Moving on, could be an alright game that one. Yeah, I think it'll be underrated. I reckon this game's a huge game at the King Power Stadium. Oh. Leicester versus Tottenham. Yeah, I think I'm um, I'm feeling an upset. I feel like the Tottenham camp isn't settled. Something's is, not right with Pochettino and the players and the whole club. It could sound weird. Is Leicester at home an upset to beat Tottenham though? That's a good question. 
That's not bad, is it? No, it's a rhetorical question. Study that as any more shit, though. Because even though last week against us, I think first half they were pretty poor. Mm. And second half they weren't as good. Creative-wise, they weren't that good. Um, you know, they had, Madison had only about two chances. Vardy was quiet. Um, I think that's because Harry Maguire had a brilliant game too. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't think Leicester were up to scratch last week. Mm. And Tottenham, I mean, they did play this morning in an interesting result, which we'll touch on later against yeah. Olympiacos. They had to go to Greece. They've got to go to Leicester on on all Saturday Saturday night here. Yeah. Not a good turnaround for Tottenham. Yeah, so it's pretty quick. Well, I, yeah, to be honest, I, I've got Leicester in this game. But saying that they did put four past Palace last week, and Palace do tend to play well away from home. And you look at Leicester's centre backs, Johnny Evans and Soyanaku. Turkish, yeah. Turkish like, yeah. I think Hyun Min Sun could have a bit of fun out there. Is that very true? But I think Jamie Vardy will also have a bit of fun up top. So I think it'll be a really good game. I reckon the, I reckon the Leicester fans, I reckon this, actually, I reckon this could be a good game. This I reckon year. the crowd will get up and about. I reckon this one might, might take, well, except for another game coming up, but I reckon this one could take the. Game of the week. Yeah. Um, I do think maybe two people shutting down Tottenham a bit too much, though. Yeah. I mean, they are still a quality side, sitting third on the table. And they've got one of the best managers in the world and best keepers in the world, World Cup winner. We spoke about it last week with Luke. I said that I didn't see Pochettino. I know we spoke about it the other day, too. I don't see Pochettino there, whether it's ne- this next season or the mm. season after. Thoughts on that? Um, well, I think he will leave. I think the Real Madrid manager is in a bit of trouble. Ooh. And I think with Juventus only having so many more years left in Ronaldo, probably about two after this year, if Sarri doesn't perform, I could see Pochettino, the coach of Juventus, and take it into a Juve. Because Juventus do have quite a few Argentinians. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd suit that job at Juventus. So oh, that's a, that's a, See, Jordan, your brother does know what he's talking about. <laughs> I can't see Pochettino there in the long run. Even if he does do well at Tottenham, I think he'll walk on his terms and the yeah. club won't have a say on it. Yeah, like, like I said last week, I think he's had enough, to be yeah. honest. He's, I, I, to be, I think he probably overachieved at Tottenham. Mm. I mean, I don't think they, no one would have thought them making the Champions League final last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, moving on. Oh, prediction for that one, Leicester oh, Tottenham. I reckon it's going to be Tottenham 2-1. Oh, I've got Leicester 2-1. Mm. I can see... You know who's a baller? Yuri Tillemans, a Belgium guy. Yeah, I've heard he's he's, he's solid. He's solid. I remember Jordan remembers him from Korea mode. I always try to sign him. About 2016, 2017, those faces. He'd be a good young kid. Yeah. The Master um, Bucks loved him. <laughs> yeah, T- Tillemans is a is a solid player. Yeah, he's good. Move on. What a game this was last week. Burnley up against probably everyone's second favourite team this year, <laughs> Norwich. The Pookie party, will it continue? Um, I think oh, actually Burnley this one's an interesting one because Norwich could have a bit of a hangover or whatever yeah and Burnley they, they, they do play defensive football so yeah. I think Burnley at home I think Norwich might actually struggle a little bit yeah but think, then again could go either way I mean confidence is bursting now yeah it would be but just mounting about my boys Chelsea when we travel to Burnley it's always a grind to get a goal yeah. And Norwich are known for scoring goals, but they're also known for leaking a couple. I think we might see Burnley just get up because they're usually pretty strong at home. We spoke about Daniel Daniel Fark, the Norwich manager last year. <laughs> Random question. If if the managers in the Premier League would have a Royal Rumble match, <laughs> yeah, so you're going to throw them over the top rope, I've got Daniel Fark winning it. Yeah, he looks like a wrestler, <laughs> to be honest. 
Who have you got? Oh, well, if Sarri was still at Chelsea, I could say Sarri winning it. He's, he's a pretty big fan. <laughs> you, can imagine, you can imagine Fark's entrance music. <laughs> just fuck, fuck, fuck. Eddie Howe being a young manager, he could go far. Ooh, Eddie Howe's got a bit of stuff. See, I Sarri will die because he's too many cigs. <laughs> he was having a bit of nicotine on the bench. In the sta- his stamina's poor. I look kind of social, I'll just be off the top rope, just smiling all the time. <laughs> Pep Guardiola will be hiding. Frank Lampard would probably like. He's a bit too. He's a bit too classy for that. Yeah, he he'd be the official. You know who? Steve Bruce. Oh yeah. Thought you could just tell he's a bit of a nut. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is a bit of a nut though. He would just come with glass bottles and smash it. Like, All right, let's quickly move on because it gets weird. Yeah, I want Pookie. I want Pookie to pull up again because I need points. Um, I've got Norwich two 0 I think this will be my one nil game of the week, and I think it's going to go oh, Burnley. He's caught on. He's got a one nil game of the week too. Yeah, I think this will be one nil. Burnley's way. I can't see Norwich scoring away from home to Burnley. Turf was a hard ground to travel to. Yeah. Now, a bit of inside information. We would put our, because Luke's away, we would put his, similar to last week, we put our score predictions up on the Instagram. There's a few technical difficulties <laughs> with the Instagram because we've forgotten the password and both of us are logged out. <laughs> so, and we kind of need some stuff on there. So, hopefully we can get into that. And if we do that, I'll then we'll put up Luke's predictions. Mm. If not, then I don't know, just let's just say Luke tips Manchester United win six nil. Um, Everton Sheffield. I think we can quickly skip oh, through this. This is one of the most boring games of the week. Bit of a dead game. Everton again. I mean, at the same time we hyped them up. Yeah. And I also said I wouldn't hype them up too much because they did the same thing. Was it last year the year before when they signed class and they signed some quality players mm. and they didn't perform and they're sitting eleventh on the ladder. Yes. Two wins, one draw, two losses. I mean, we, same as Southampton and Bournemouth, but a team like Everton with the likes of Richardson, yeah. you know, Moise Keane, who we haven't seen really enough of, Calvert Lewin, promising striker. I just, it's just, it's just not good. See, Everton, they've got the potential to be well. I don't know if they got the right man leading the way. Well, they've always kind of struggled with the manager. Though. David Moyes was Everton's best manager the last ten years, whatever. Yeah, I think. If Sheffield couldn't get past Southampton at home, I think they're going to struggle yeah. away to Everton. But even though Everton don't look convincing, I still think they'll get over the line here. I reckon they'll probably get a 3-0 win. Yeah, I've, I've got Everton winning 2-0. I mean, Sheffield, I don't know. You don't really see them staying up, do you? No. They're just, like, they've put in a few good shifts. I mean, they've, they've won one, drawn two, lost two. It's all right, and this currently some fifteenth, so the team's worse than them. They had a really good game against Chelsea, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you just you just don't really see them pulling through. They're not too. Con- I can't see them being consistent. This one, Man City, Watford. I mean, Man City, they they, rec- they bounced back pretty well this morning against Shakhtar. <laughs> did they ever? But I mean, did, surely they still got to think of last week. They got a huge, huge defense problem. Oh, they got a defensive problem and off the pressure that Watford put on Arsenal in that second half. Oh boy, oh boy, are they going to have issues? I mean, what's the dog look? Um, I mean, I, I saw in a, there was a poll from Man City fans I saw the other day and it had the centre-back partnerships and the top centre-back partnership they would want was Fernandinho and Stones. Otamendi's been terrible. I mean, the, the second goal that Norwich scored. Oh, it's just... Actually, it's not even... Yeah, it's just you, bad. You don't teach that. It's just dumb. Yeah. Um, 
And then obviously Stone's just got injured for five weeks now. <laughs> and second on that poll was Fernandinho and Rodri as a centre-back partnership. Yeah, damn. I, I could see, we spoke about before we jumped on, I could see Fernandinho in the centre-back. Rodri, I'm not too sure. But, but then... Who do they put Who do they put in there? I don't know who they put in there, but then if you put Fernandinho and Rodri, who are you going to put as your more defensive-minded midfielder in the midfield? Because you kind of need one in a good team. You could chuck a Gundogan in there, maybe. You could chuck him there, but I don't know if he'd do a job like Rodri or Fernandinho. Now, Sign back, yeah, yeah, to <laughs> You don't want to be arrogant <laughs> if you're sitting here, and I think they're a little bit arrogant. Um, but you could just try both of them in centre-back and see how they work, because they should have Watford covered. Yeah, I mean, at home. only bad teams would blow a 2-0 lead to Watford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think City will, uh, City will be comfortable here. I mean, it's always the, re- the reaction that's more important after a win. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> why'd you laugh at that, Troy? <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see the defense. I, I even consider you know, even Kyle Walker in center back because yeah. he's played that for England. But even he's had a bad start to the season. I mean, the saw whose goal was it? The second one, third one. And that was Kyle Walker was screaming for offside, but it was him who was so far back from his defense. Yeah. Um, and yeah. this is where another thing we, we might touch on with another team. The youth for City. Yeah, I think... I mean, just I know Manchester United yeah. tomorrow are playing in Axel Twenzebi, a young one. Chelsea, just, obviously, now we've got the likes of that Tomori who scored a banger. Yeah. Liverpool, they've still got some young players off the bench. Well, um, with but, City, they've got that many class players that by chucking like Phil Foden in there, the youngster, the kid, they're not going to suffer a lot. Yeah. Like, they've got players like De Bruyne, David Silva, Sterling, Aguero... Jesus, Bernardo Silva. Mahrez. Yeah, Mahrez. If you chuck Foden in there, it's better to chuck him in there now while at the top. Well, this is where it's weird because, I mean, Guardiola had so much praise for Foden. He said he's one of the best players ever, he's ever seen. Hmm. And yet he doesn't play him. Why is Jordan Kim laughing? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't play him. I mean, like you said, it's not, it's not like you're throwing in a 12-year-old kid who can't yeah, play football. He's, he scored that winner last yeah, when they won one nil against Sutton. I mean, the oh, team they're playing against, Watford, sending him on loan to Watford. Yeah, he gets could lost, benefit yeah. the kid huge. And not many people would reject Phil Foden for a year. Yeah, right. To be honest, I'll probably even take him at Man United <laughs> yeah. and start every week, whatever. Uh, um, see, the city this morning they scored a lot of goals against Shakhtar, and I can only see that continuing because you looked at Watford's first half against Arsenal, and they were a bit down a bit. Like, yeah, I mean, they didn't. They didn't really look. You know, for the game, they didn't look like they wake up until half time. No, they, I think, yeah, I think City's going to win about 5 0. I've got City winning 3 1 because I do think the defense is a big issue. Yeah, I think I they'll think. just come out and kill them. Um, well, we've got Newcastle, Brighton. We've got Brighton Watch. Now, when <laughs> I told you we had Brighton Watch during the weekend, you're like, why? It's just, but you got Aaron Moy and Matt Ryan in there. Yeah, they're a couple of Aussies. I mean, they're currently seeing the 16th. They're probably going to get relegated. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I said they've got to finish last. That's why we've got to support them. Mm. So we want the one new family to get around Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> Comment on their Instagram, Brighton. Tell yeah, them. that's it. The Aussie Brighton fans. Are Someone on FIFA. Them. Everyone want to rock a Brighton badge, whatever. Or what are some... We've got Jordan City watching some Mexico. Who is it? Oh, it's a Brazilian. <laughs> Corinthians. Oh, that's the team that Pato used to play for. Yeah. Corinthians, whatever. Just, just left the one nil. They're, they're losing two nil. Yeah. 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 Yeah
<laughs> I don't think that could be. I don't think that could be. <laughs> just, um, just order some Brighton kits. Get around them. Get around the boys. Isn't it's, it right over those? It's summer soon. You um, wear the t-shirts. <laughs> um, Newcastle, they're not great, are they? No, nah, they're not. But I don't think they're bad enough to lose to Brighton as well. I've got. I've written down New, Newcastle to win two one. But I reckon Brighton will win two one. Is it just one of those games where Brighton? They need some points. They could win, but they probably won't win. Yeah. But then again, if they do win, it's. I don't think it'll be as big of a shock. Whereas oh. I, I think New, Newcastle are <laughs> favourites for this game. Um, yeah, look at the good old um, sports bet odds. You got Newcastle at two forty and Brighton at three dollars. Bet responsibly. Yeah. Um, got to be legal of age. Eighteen plus. Jesus. Um, just a quick stat for you. Brighton have won just one of their last 14 Premier League matches with one win, five draws and eight losses, scoring just eight goals and drawing a blank on eight occasions in the process. I think that's why they're towards the bottom and it's predicted a, to stay last. Bit of a fun fact for you. Fun fact for Rudy. Um, have you, got, you said Newcastle 2-1, yeah? Nah. No. You said, didn't you say it? I said Brighton no. 2-1. I think Newcastle 3-1. 3-1. I think who's their See, little striker that they signed? That Joe Linton. Yeah, I think he's going to have a fun day. Oh, you know, you just got up the Liverpool Newcastle game. That yeah. Jetro Williams, the left back, I mean, the Dutch player, absolute banger. Yeah. He looks like he could be a good player. I don't know if he's been on the radar for a while now, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think he's I think he's an all right player. Move on, Palace Wolves. Oh, this one's an interesting game too. The Selhurst Park down the Palace. Good old mate Ethan <laughs> down at Collingwood City. Oh, shit, better check that. Uh, <laughs> That's like don't know what to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, I think well, this one's interesting because just looking up, Palace thirty five percent to win, Jaw thirty one percent, and Wolves are thirty four percent. So although Wolves got absolutely hammered by Chelsea in that last twenty minutes when they put on. The Italian signing Cristiano looks like a good player. They, he made a difference. What do you want? So it's just a dog. Yeah, <laughs> he made a difference, and I think if that Wolves in the last twenty minutes of that game comes out against Palace, which I think they will, they'll get up. But it's whether they turn up or not, and they got the talent too. Well, Pal- Palace actually, Palace don't actually really have a good record at home. Oh no! But don't. I don't know. You could yeah. see, you could see Palace maybe getting the win. But this is where we spoke about before. A lot of people have spoken about it. Wolves depth. They've got they've got um, Europa League match tomorrow morning against Braga, which that's is a, that's a tough game. Which is an yeah, it's an all right game. It's right? probably an even matchup. It's not a walk in the are park. They, playing... they are playing at home, which is better for them. Yeah, it's lucky. <laughs> um, but they're gonna have to start all their starters there. Yeah, well, like off the top of my head, a rotated Wolves team. How good is it? Because oh, I don't think they can afford to go into the Palace game, you know, with a few bench players and comfortably get over the line. Yeah, like because you assume they would go all out for the Braga game. Because I think for them, an important, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be important for them to win. The, I reckon they'll focus more on Europa League than they will on the Prem. Yeah, because and same with Wolves, not the biggest club, and to get through to the Europa League brings in a bit of a bit of money. I think so to speak. they got plenty of money though. But um, they've got. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if we can see the Wolves finishing like 10th, 11th mm. by the end of the year and, maybe, and hopefully making a strong push through the, through the Europa League. I mean, with the team they do have, there's no reason why they can't win it. 
to the Europa League. Yeah. But then you're going to have some of the third-place Champions League teams slipping down. On their day. That's true. I didn't think of the Champions League ones. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Right. <laughs> Although Chelsea did get past some of those Champions League teams and overcome the odds in win the Europa League against Luke's Arsenal. Yeah. Well, many nights in it this year, so we're winning it. Oh, they were not, they've been in it for the past five years, Fruity. Right, that <laughs> night in Paris up. last year. <laughs> oh, that night in Paris. Um, I've got... That bullshit penalty. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it PG, please. Oh. Got a young audience. <laughs> um, I've got Palace winning 1-0. One, 1-0, one yeah. that's my 1-0 game of the week. Your 1-0 yeah. game? Well, I, I can see a bit of a goal fest here. I think Wolves are going to come out, even though they're going to have the midweek game. I think they'll get up 2-1. Can't say Palace winning. The goal fest, and it's 2 1. I was expecting like a 4 2 when you said goal fest. Uh, maybe not a goal fest. <laughs> uh, moving on, we've got my boys. <laughs> I think there's a reason you guys are starting all your um, youth players in the Europa League because I reckon you are shitting yourself for this game against West Ham. For West Ham? Yeah, but it is. I think, if, I think if we put on, a, on a, like a performance like we did last week defensively, I think we got them covered. Yeah, I think you will. I think Halev versus Maguire will be a will be a good battle. Yeah. Um, Halev's probably off the top of my head, probably like one of the biggest strikers we've had to come up against, which will be a good test for Maguire. He had Vardy in his pocket last week, destroyed him. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, you know, Ole's already come out next uh, tomorrow against some team from Kazakhstan. Mm. We've got the young kid Twain Zebi starting. Um, he's already said Greenwood would start. Fred probably would start. Who who looked good when he came on against Leicester, mm. um, and that'd be good. Obviously, it's still no Luke Shaw, no Pogba, no Martial. Daniel James isn't playing tomorrow yeah, also because he's, he's injured. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think we should get the win. You should get them. But I heard something the other day. A former Chelsea man came out, Nemanja Matic, and said he wasn't happy with the role that he's been playing at United. Mm. And I think he's a class player, Matic. He was. Putting good performances and you can't. I'd take McTominay over Matic any day of the week now. Yeah. Oh, I remember the Matic at Chelsea and he was a bit of a beast. He's too He's too slow now, Matic. Yeah. He just no. doesn't have the same the same sort of grasp on the game. He, he actually put in, yeah, it was actually all right last week. But to be honest, I, when Pogba comes back, I'd rather see a um, McTominay, Fred and Pogba midfield. Yeah, I think teams like United and even Arsenal are going to take a leaf out of Chelsea's book in a way and start playing some more kids because they're seeing what they can do. Yeah, well, to be honest, I think, yeah, I reckon Manchester United probably started the, kid, the young kids one. Yeah. Because all even last year, I mean, the team where we did beat PSG, we touched on it before, um, you know, the Mason Greenwood was starting, that Angel Gomes was starting, Twain Zeby was on the bench. In pre-season, we did play a lot of lot of youth, which is something, I mean, Reese James too is... Daniel James, I can't saying Reese James. Isn't he the Chelsea one? <laughs> um, Daniel James is I mean, he's a young kid. Rashford's young. A lot, oh. of, lot of pressure on Rashford. I was thinking, I was watching something on him yesterday. He's still young. Yeah, and he's our number one striker of Manchester United, which you'd think is a big club. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's a lot of pressure on the kid. But yeah, I think I've got to say, I think oh, Daniel James touching on him. He shows lots of passion, and you got to love that from a player like a that's, young kid. That's what you want. We had everyone had a go at our players mm-hmm. last year. For, you know, they look like they didn't care. Yeah. That's why, in the fact, Dybala that he didn't come because he wanted more money. Well, touch on Juventus and especially Dybala after, but I think it's good to see. Even though I think it was that like goal against Palace that he scored to equalise, he loved that one, and it's good to see that 
the kids coming out and embracing the opportunity. Yep. yep. Shows us steady for I, the future. That's right, Joel. Um, I've got I've got Man United winning 2 0. Yeah, I can't see United dropping points. I think they're going to go up. You just said we're nervous before. You are nervous, but I can't see. Man United's never nervous. We'll pump Kazakhstan 6 0 tomorrow. I think you'll pump West Ham 3 0. And then I was just looking at it. I agree we're not as good as what we should be. It hasn't been good. But we're fourth on the ladder. Equal points with Tottenham. Two points behind City. I mean, so are West Ham. Yeah, so, shit, I so just looked at that. So are Chelsea. I mean, we could be much worse. <laughs> yeah. That's sad, isn't so it? So Arsenal. That's sad. And you did drop points to Southampton. So the, the top six now, Man United's at fourth, Leicester fifth, Chelsea sixth, Arsenal seventh. Could we see it finish like that? Maybe Leicester and Chelsea swap? Yeah, although there's a lot of pressure on Chelsea. People saying, oh, they've got the young kids. They're not going to do well this year. They're not going to finish in the six. I think what we've shown is with a bit of tweaking, we probably can finish in the six. And whether we push for four or not, because I think we can clearly say City and Liverpool are a bit better than the rest. We'll touch on Liverpool because have they won the league in September? We'll touch on that later. Stay tuned. Um, but I think well, Chelsea Since, since we're there, we'll move on to Arsenal. Do we see them making the top four? No. Top six? Yes. Yeah, I think... I think six. We spoke about the other day. What Arsenal should have done, or what their main focus should have been, was what Man United's main focus was. Splash the cash on a centre-back. Yeah. Because they already had a bummy angle, like I said, that Nikita, that the kid who's on loan to Leeds, could, I think, probably play as a backup striker off the bench. Yeah, like... They had other attacking options too. They've got, as you said, the Joe Willock, um, Reese Nelson. Mm. Thing that I don't get about Arsenal is if you ask anyone, Lacazette and Aubameyang is good enough to win your Premier League title. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I agree. But Louise, Mustafi, um, Socrates. Socrates, Socrates was bad. They are not defenders <clears throat> that will win you a Premier League when they play together. Yeah, David Louise has won one, but look who he's had next to him. He's had class players. I can't see him and any of those other defenders winning a title. Well, if there's any positives, I know Teeny and Bellerin yeah. trained proper today. That'll help them a lot. But I think wing-backs, I think centre-backs are huge for them because their defence was not good. The thing is that, like, their like, wing-backs... How many shots they 30 shots they conceded to Watford. Yeah, to Watford. I shouldn't happen. See, like, their wing-backs, Bellerin and Teeny, you think of them, they're going to push up a lot. And you're yeah, going to have exactly. David Louise playing centre-back who also wants to push up. Yep. Now, where does that leave? And Socrates is too slow to yeah. go up and down and do the rounds. Like, Confidence is a big thing. And how do you think Leno's going to feel when that back four plays together? I mean, he was under the pump against Watford, so imagine what he's like against big proper teams. Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to struggle this year. Well, they've got Villa on Monday, Monday morning. Yeah, they won't struggle there. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll see Pepe grab a goal, finally. Yeah, I think 2-0 yeah, Arsenal. I mean, we'll touch, we spoke about the Aston Villa, West Ham. That was just a poor game. Oh, yeah, that was. I think Grealish, although the kid, or not a kid anymore, although he wants to play well, I think he's trying too hard. He just needs <laughs> to get back to what he knows and just settle the too, truth. Too many, too many mistakes. Yeah. I mean, in the final third, for both teams, even West Ham, if either of those teams were cleaner and more clinical, we could have seen three goals in the last 20 minutes. Yeah. But because I really had a good chance near the end. But just that final pass. I mean, if I was Wesley, the striker for Villa, furious. Every single ball that was coming in was over his head. He had a brilliant header around the 30th minute. Just, just to knock in. And he yeah, I think. 
I think Luke said it last week. I think Villa probably relegated yeah. this year. I can't. I don't know. Okay. I think just against when they need to do it the most, like teams like that against West Ham at home, mm. you could you you should see them be able to get at least a win. Oh, yeah. They shouldn't be struggling like they did to score a goal against West Ham. Like West Ham's defense isn't anything special. Um, and the question you were to ask yourself is for West Ham now. They played better with 10 men. They did. That last 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. they were more attacking. Is that a sign that Masuaki's mainly a, a weaker point for the team? Uh, would you rather Masuaki or Zabaleta starting your game? So? I think they're going to look forward to the January transfer window. Yeah. I think Masuaki's all right, but he does have a bit of a history of just being stupid with yeah, tackles yeah. and stuff. It was just an unnecessary foul. Yeah. There wasn't much in it, but he did it and he was already on the yellow. And also, similar to Arsenal, if you're West Ham, why are you going to spend money on Fornells? We've got Yarmolenko, Anderson, Hala. You've already bought those players. Yeah, Fornells is good, though. Yeah, but why not sign a defender? Like, world-class defenders are hard to come by now. On the top of my head, I can only two world-class defenders, Varane and Van Dijk. And I think Van Dijk is miles ahead of Varane. I mean, you've got Harry Maguire, the most expensive. <laughs> Jordan's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um... And you've got Maguire, the most expensive defender, and I think he's a good centre-back. Yeah. Not much yeah. above it. I think, I think Diop, though, for West Ham, is a good centre-back. Mm. But Talking about centre-backs, Ramos really dropped off. Chiellini's dropped off, and now Danny's ACL. We'll touch on the Champions League later. But fuck, we've got to get this um, quick shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Quick uh, score prediction, Arsenal-Villa. Arsenal-Villa, probably 4-1 Arsenal. 4-1. Yeah, I said 2-0 Arsenal. Your boys, Chelsea-Liverpool. This is a oh. huge game. Stanford Bridge. At the bridge, coming off a shit game against Valencia. Now, I think the key is here. Although Ross Barkley missed the penalty, that summed up his whole career at Chelsea. Yeah. He's always wanted to do well, and he's just not up to it. Well, did you hear the, the interview with Frank Lampard? Because it, like, it, did, it did show him taking the ball off Abraham and then William Pedro came up, whatever. Yeah. But then he said, Frank Lampard did say that when Barkley's on the pitch, he's the penalty taker. Yeah. When you because he started on the bench, Pedro or William. So to be fair, it was Barclays. So there's no problem with that, but you've got to finish it. We've got three players trying to take it off you. I think Jorginho took the penalties a lot of last year even with Hazard. Sorry, it wasn't Pedro, it was Jorginho. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Jorginho took the penalty in the Super Cup against Liverpool, converted. Jorginho's been our penalty taker. Now why Frank doesn't believe in Jorginho, like Jorginho, William, even Marcus Alonso. Like those three there would probably be our best penalty takers from what I've seen. Now, I still don't get why Barkley took the penalty. I don't think that's like – obviously, it's a big reason. Barkley's no good though, is he? No. I don't well, really rate him. He's had his chance and when Loftus-Cheek comes back, Barkley, <laughs> down. Play Resi's mate. <laughs> he just did. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not getting another game for Chelsea ever. Oh, shit. It'd be cool, Matthew. He's just shit. Like, well – it's a big game against Liverpool. Liverpool will touch on the Champions League game. I'm going to go out and say it. You're probably going to say the same thing. I've predicted to all. I can see. I don't think Chelsea will win just because I think Liverpool won't let them, won't let them win. Um, but I'll tell you, I can see Chelsea walking away with Stamford Bridge with a point, which for them I think is a good result. Mm, yeah. I mean, Tammy Abraham... Tim Tam Tammy, huge game for him against Van Dyke. And it also, like, this is a big thing. Does Mason Mount play with bloody Cockle and the dog getting into his ankles? Like, yeah, I think it'll play. 
he should play because it was just studs and that shouldn't really I mean you can't play a game but that, he's been a lot of our creativity I think he's important for us to get the win yeah, I think I think Lamps will try his best I think yeah I think there's no question about Mason Mount playing I hope you're right um, as Liverpool I mean for them it was business as usual they're just they're five points clear yeah this, I mean if people weren't already excited for the Man City Liverpool game Fuck, they are now because like, whoever wins that, you assume that both teams don't drop any more points for the rest of the season. Well, that's a big assumption. Or up until that game, yeah. Which Liverpool don't look like losing in the Prem. No. Um, but City look like they could be the one to drop more points. But yeah, I mean, if Liverpool do win that and no one drops points, that's an eight-point lead, mm. which is huge. Saying that, Liverpool do have to go to Italy and play, and that pitch was absolutely massive. Like, yeah. there's no Premier League pitch that is as big as that one that they played on. You're not going to say that they're tired, are you? Well, they could be. They're professional athletes, <laughs> So Well, they do have a tough run, though. Chelsea, Sheffield, Leicester, mm. Man United and Tottenham in the next five. Yeah, and there's going to be a couple of Champions League games <clears throat> in there. And this is when <clears throat> they didn't make any signings or any you know, proper signings. So the depth could be one that comes into play. But, yeah, look, I think we're just trying to pick out a weakness because none of us like Liverpool do. <laughs> no, I fucking hate them. I mean, they're in, they're in driving position now. Yeah. Everyone's kind of giving Chelsea a chance and I would not be surprised if Liverpool just walks out and beat them 3-0. Yeah, no. We we can't keep a clean sheet or not even. Like, we just concede too many goals. I mean, we spoke about it last week with Luke. Firmino, and now there's all this talk that he's one of the best number nines in the world. I heard the other day, you take out Firmino and put in Origi, Origi, whatever his name is, they're not the same team. No, he can he can do the job, but the creativity, everything is just gone. As soon as you add in Firmino, just lights it up. I mean, with Mane, Salah, it's just a perfect mix. Are they the best attacking trio in Europe right now? Better than Barcelona's trio? I don't rate Suarez anymore. I think if you put Firmino with Griezmann and Messi, can't get much better. What about PSG's now with the Cardi? But would you have Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani, or Riccardi? I would start Cavani. Yeah, I think maybe. maybe Riccardi, Riccardi's just a bit of a toxic player. Or his wife, apparently, is a bit of a toxic player to have at your club. Yeah. Which kind of fits that PSG theme, doesn't it? Stop in the boys, Riccardi. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I think Liverpool's probably got the best. I mean, it doesn't sound like rocket science, but in Europe, I reckon they've probably got the best three, front three. Yeah. I mean, clinical, Mane is clinical. I hate saying it, but. Move on before I start crying because Liverpool's good. Anyway, I'm going to go for bold. Chelsea 3-1. Chelsea 3-1. Yeah, you weren't joking when you said bold. <laughs> um, all right, I'll let you think whatever you want to think. <laughs> Why not? Well, that's it for the Premier League games this weekend. A few, few good games in there. A few good games. A few teams that are you know, on the rebound. The reaction, as we said, is always bigger after a defeat. Um, we'll jump into our fantasy watch. How are you tracking along that? New segment we've got. We're going to go into a bit of depth about our fantasy. Not well, considering I had Mane in the first two weeks and did nothing, so I subbed him out for Sterling. And ever since then, Mane's just... Mane's just killed it, which has been annoying. Right before the dog eats it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not bad. I got 60 this week. Oh, I'll tell you what, I had a shit week. I used that... You know, we like you trade in your points. You can clean the points, whatever. You yeah, don't lose okay. any points. Yeah, no, no. Not, not the wild card, the free hit. Oh. And I did that, and I thought that permanently changed your team. I realised I didn't, and I got thirty nine this week. And in the, I know my school league, I was like third on the ladder, second on the ladder. 
dropped down to fourth in the Collingwood City League. I was third, and I dropped down to ninth. So I've had a mare. Whereas well, if I kept, kept that team that I had, I did have uh, Mane in there. I had a Bumiang, Rashford, and Pookie. Who, that's interesting. That's good. Well, if it makes you feel any better, in the two legs I'm in, I'm second last and last. Oh, shit. You suck. <laughs> what, are we doing this, what are we doing this little segment with you? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You know what, man, fantasy. Um, yeah, so if, if there's anyone out there who enjoys the fantasy, message our Instagram account. Hopefully we can get, get onto it. <laughs> um, yeah, get, send, send us some photos of your teams. Um, have you already used your wild card? Is it a bit too early? Your triple captain. Triple captain. Does anyone use bench boost? Because I know only one player, Douglas Louise from my bench, actually plays, so there's no point for that. Um, and what are your thoughts of fantasy? Do you get around it? Mm-hmm. If it's a podcast joint, they can't comment because on Spotify. Comment on the Brighton page. <laughs> <laughs> we, we asked, we asked Jordan's Matthew's brother, and we asked Jordan, if you want to come on, come on. He's like, uh, a bit disconnected from football right now. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, no worries. And he's just sitting on the couch watching. He's still watching that game, that Brazilian game. Um, but yeah, see so yeah, a fantasy, get around it. Hopefully, if we're still doing it next season, <laughs> then we can make a 1 0 league. But I can, my big, my big tip, I think Lucas Digna, oh, it's not a big tip because everyone already knows it. I added Lucas Digna in this week. Good, good little picker. He got zero points last <laughs> week, <laughs> but before that, he got five, one, eleven, and six. Um, I've put him in my team. He's attacking. Oh, don't know, boy. Yeah, and I'm not doing very well. So <laughs> um, don't, don't. I got Pookie though. I, I do like my front three: Pookie, Rashford, Aubameyang. Oh, is that is that better than Pookie Jimenez Aubameyang? Yes, <laughs> yes. You got Marcus Rashford. Anyway. All right, we'll move on. Yeah. Champions League. Starting off, a bit disappointing with Chelsea. I think we had our chances, didn't take yeah, them. We'll run through this one a bit, touch on a bit about the penalty. Yeah, I don't think Barkley should have taken. I think Jorginho should have. Oh, well. It's a we good lost. result for Valencia. Oh, yeah. Considering all the drama with their coach and everyone's not happy that the coach got sacked, taken to social media and that to come out the new coach get a result at the bridge. It's a very good result for Valencia, yeah. actually. I think Valencia deserved it. They defended well. Silas and their keeper on fire. And, yeah, I think it wasn't a fair result, but it's what Chelsea deserved, a loss. That's right. We've won Napoli-Liverpool. I mean, I was happy watching this. What did, you see, did you see that thing last year? Liverpool lost to Napoli 1-0 and then went on to win the Champions League. So now everyone's a bit excited now. I mean, jug on. Did you see the penalty? Which penalty? Then, oh yeah, I think it was staged a bit. You can say, but well, it was similar, similar to the Rashford one that we got the other week against it, Leicester. Yeah, the thing was, it was a penalty. Attackers, a sauce on it. attackers are going to play for the penalty. Yeah, well, that's just how it is. They've got to play for it. It's a fair um, penalty. I can see how it was given. Obviously, on another day, probably you know someone could not have given it. But yeah, you know, players just always. You've got, to play, you've got to play for the pen, aren't Referee you? was confident straight to the spot. Um, Talking about world-class defenders before, Kula Bali. Good. Yeah, he looked in his pockets and found Salo and Mane in there after the game. Ooh. Maybe Chelsea should get him on line for Kula a game. Bali. I mean, they, got, they're trying. I mean, of course, Manchester United would link to him at the start of the year. They just don't want to sell him. 
because yeah. you can't imagine. I mean, they've got Costas Manor last in there too. Yeah. So and it's, it's an all right centre back Rui is linked to a bit of clubs as well. Their left back. I mean, the second goal. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see Van Dyke. I, I, I like to see it because he just makes sure that Van Dyke is human. Yeah. Um, obviously, in the fact that the game probably didn't have much because it was already you know um, stoppage time. But I saw one of the boys said it to me. Um, Andy Robertson deleted his Twitter because he got so much hate after the Napoli game. Now for anyone who goes down and says Manchester United are bad fans, <laughs> look at your own. Yeah. yeah, it's a one game. You're still going to make it out of the group, let's be honest here. I mean, this is, I mean if, you, if you would rather lose now, I'd rather lose in the first game of Champions League than in the Prem, if, yeah. if I'm in Liverpool's case. Yeah, because they're going to get through I mean, they'll go through that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's away from home, too. Yeah. It's not like they lost to a bad team. Napoli's, you know, they're a solid team. Travelling to Italy is always a hard place to go with the fans there. It was a bit, a bit feral. Yeah. Um, yes. Dis- disappointing for Liverpool, I guess. It would have been good. You always want to start the season off with the Champions League off with a win, but yeah, yeah I think they'll bounce back. I don't think it's too big. Dortmund Barcelona, I did watch this game. I'll tell you what, Ter Stegen mm. had his own wall in front of the yellow wall. <laughs> He was a beast. Under the penalty though that Royce missed, he wasn't he wasn't on his line. Who cares? That's a bullshit rule. Who cares? Yeah, it's yeah. a rule. You've got to follow the rule. <laughs> well, clearly with VAR, like Adrian did that in the Champions League final. In the mm. not Champions League, the Super Cup final. This one was obvious, like it was yeah, off it was. his line. But yeah, before that he'd Blame. some good save to get down that low. Massive saves. In the corner. I mean he was he was class. I mean, I heard the commentator say that he's pushing for a big case to be the number one. Keeper for Germany, so Neuer. And to be honest, I don't see how he isn't. No, I think Neuer's had his time. He's won a World Cup. Give it over to the younger kid who's just thriving. And then they subbed on Baisa, subbed on Messi like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, obviously you would expect him to change a game, but it just you could tell just changed the way Dortmund played. They would be more hesitant to attack and bring the defense up. I think the second half was a cracking game to watch. Good coaching as well from the Dortmund coach. Um, yeah, I, I've got Dortmund as one of the dark horses along with Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah. I've got yeah, those two are the dark horses. Well, wouldn't mind seeing getting a result. Dortmund, I tell you what, Sancho is a baller too. Oh yeah, he's a good player. Um, we'll move on. Your team, also yeah. Juve versus Atletico Madrid. Um, I think going to Atletico is always a hard place to go. They haven't lost at home since 2017 in the Champions League in the second game against Chelsea, two one. He's written that on the whiteboard. Yeah, he, he, he does like that one. Where Batshuayi scored ninety fourth minute winner, so they're a hard place to travel to Atletico, and they <laughs> they do not like Ronaldo. No, well, that, when Ronaldo made that little run at oh. the end of the game, you could just imagine it. Yeah, he it was set for him. Oh, the stage was set. But I think when you look at it compared to last year, we couldn't score against Atletico, and this year we scored two goals. Yeah, okay, we've conceded two goals and whatever, but it, it was disappointing to. Draw the way you did though, because oh, yeah. I mean the commentator picked it because that would they just looked like Madrid were got to score from a um, from a set piece because the whole night they were just somehow they were just finding their way to get through, and then the commentator caught it as soon as they whipped the ball in. Commentator goes, Jimenez is free, bang! Herrera gets the header, and Jimenez if Herrera missed it, yeah, Jimenez was, was right behind him. Yeah, it's going to score regardless. Um, I think Jordan, do you want to open the door? Can you open the door for the dog? I think it's just disappointing for Juventus to think that last year we went out because Dilit scored a header and now this year we've drawn a game that we should have won because of two set pieces. Yeah. But I think Dilit hasn't had the best start in the Serie A 
But some people are born to play. Well, some people are born to do certain things. I thought I was going. <laughs> and Delit is born to play Champions League. He's that much better in the Champions League. Why, why is really that? Is it his mindset? Oh, he just—I think he just loves that kind of pressure. There, you know, the Champions <laughs> League. You're that guy who scored. Oh, that Norwegian bloke scored a yeah. hat trick. I saw an interview before. One of his teammates he was like, "Oh yeah, I was speaking to the team captain. The team captain was out on a walk around the town with um with his wife and his newborn child, and he hears a car, and it was that striker who scored three, the eighteen year old, blaring the Champions League music outside of his on his radio. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just cool to see. I mean, a bit off topic, but yeah." I think Champions League Knights. If we're thinking of teams that will go far in the Champions League, I think the two games we've just touched on then with Dortmund, Barca, Juve and Atletico. Mm, it's probably those four teams. Yeah. Chuck and Liverpool too. Yeah. I think for Juventus to go out and score two goals is a really big win for them. But Dybala was interesting not getting a start. Higuain did nothing. But then he came on. Had a little bit of an impact. But then again, it was at home, yeah, for Juve. Where? It was Juventus' home game, yeah? No. No, it wasn't. So you told you Jordan it wasn't. Yeah, moving on. So away from home, it's an all right result. Yeah. I think <laughs> the commentator said at the end, both teams didn't deserve to lose. Yeah. Something was a fair result. And this one was huge. <laughs> PSG versus Real Madrid. Real Madrid, they're right. They are in struggle. Oh, they are. Eden Hazard should have stayed at Chelsea. He was bad. I saw a few memes saying that Neymar had the same amount of impact as Hazard did on the game when he wasn't on the pitch. I mean, Real Madrid shouldn't have been losing to PSG without the likes of Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani. You can't you can't concede three to that. No, no I mean, way. Di Maria turned up again against Real Madrid. He loves it. Which he's done a few times against his old mob. Yeah. But oh, you can't do that. I mean, how long does Zidane have? Yeah. yeah, Pochettino could be lurking around Madrid. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he's gone soon. I mean, Bale, you could say he scored a nice goal, but it was a little handball. Mm. Um, I think it's – I don't see Real Madrid pushing through that much. And even in the league, they're not doing that well. No, they're but not going to go far this year. This was a good win. People always downplay PSG mm. just because you know, they're kind of playing the Farmers League, as I say. Um but maybe maybe this year could be their time. The thing is, PSG, like even though they Eva, they get to the Champions League like quarterfinals, and um, what a goal! They get to the Champions League quarterfinals and semifinals, and they just choke. And I can I can't see them beating any of those four teams you mentioned before. Well, Liverpool. well they don't have to come up against Man United this year. So it's all right. <laughs> um, for the last game, we'll touch on Olympiacos <laughs> versus Tottenham. Another bottle job for Tottenham. Yeah, it's just getting ridiculous now for Pochettino's 11. I mean, that's huge. I mean, it, it's not an easy place to play. I mean, you couldn't imagine the crowd and everything there. And all the people, of course, just you could see they just played with all heart. To come back to all, I, I, I did kind of say that on the people, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if they cause a few. I didn't think that would win. But you could, you could just feel it. They got Tottenham at a perfect time, even though they did have a good result against Palace. They got them at a perfect time where they're a bit more vulnerable than usual. Mm. Um, Tottenham will probably bounce back. Tottenham, I think Tottenham and Olympia, of course, are probably the two to go through. Over Bayern. Take that back. <laughs> Actually, would Olympia, of course, ooh. Do Olympia, of course, go through over Tottenham? I think the, the game at... I think it's who's, who has the better game against Bayern Munich. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's probably Bayern Tottenham, isn't it? Yeah, you'd think so, but the Champions League is known for a couple of upsets. Well, Olympia, last year. Could go through the Europa League on the course. Do all right there. Yeah. All right, we'll wrap that up for the Champions League game. 
And I think we better wrap it up there, Matty Boy. Yeah, it's been Did you enjoy time. it? Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have some more special guests. Um, so I'll reach out to a few, few of the boys if they want to jump on. And then Luke should be back the week after. And maybe there's a special guest, a special, special guest on that one. Mm. But I've got to get into the Instagram account. A professional special guest, so to speak. I don't know. Don't want to say anything. Now, do you want to say this in full action? Yeah. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell your, tell your auntie, tell Amadeus, tell Jordan who's still watching top 100 goals, tell your neighbour. Share this podcast around. Catch us on Instagram, onenilfootball.podcast. Follow our Spotify. Share with your friends. Um, Follow Brighton Instagram page. Comment on the page. Get, buy, buy get, get active with us. If there's any questions, let us know. And, <laughs> and, and stay tuned for more. Thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure. Grab a blanket if you're cold. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye.